of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, part of my daily routine is that I uh, listen to the news. And one thing I noticed as a recurring trend is that people always fight. They fight over something. Someone gets offended. They demand an apology, and then someone has to ask for forgiveness. As I was preparing for this sermon, I stumbled across a very um, simple yet very powerful quote from uh, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. He said, Forgiveness is not an occasional act. It is a constant attitude. The key word here is constant. Forgiveness is supposed to be a constant disposition of our heart, not a one-time deal. It is an attitude of humility and realization that others need our forgiveness just as much as we need God's forgiveness. So today I would like to take on this idea of constant forgiveness. And what does that mean for us? If someone offended or caused damage to you, you have two options. Revenge or forgiveness. If you choose revenge and seek to make the perpetrator uh, suffer, pay up, all you do is to become just like them. And evil wins. So what else can you do? The other option is to forgive. Let's say someone breaks your window. You either make them pay for it, or if not, you incur the cost of the repair. But someone has to pay for that damage. It's either them or you. If you choose to forgive, you pay for it. And that's not easy, that's inconvenient. See, forgiveness is painful because it makes you suffer. You take the suffering upon yourself, be it loss of money, loss of reputation, um, all kinds of things. That's why our first instinct is always to seek re revenge, not to offer forgiveness. Why would I want to suffer the consequence of someone else's mistake? Why do I have to pay for the window if you broke it? See how frustrating that thought is. It's not easy to entertain the idea of paying for someone else's mistake. Not at all. It's not fair. But Christ did not have that problem when He paid for our mistakes on the cross. He did not feel deprived when taking human flesh and suffering for us. He paid the price for our redemption. And Christ's humility allowed Him to forgive us. We didn't deserve it, yet He chose to do so. Although He is superior to us as the Son of God, He humbled Himself in order to redeem us. His divinity did not suffer any loss by suffering or by offering His forgiveness 
and paying for our sins. On the contrary, God's forgiveness proves His constant love for us, that He's not changing. He never abandoned us. He sent us His only Son to save us. So you can remain bitter towards someone who offended you, but you only do that if you feel superior, if you feel that you're better than them. To remain unforgiving shows that you are unaware of your own sinfulness and your need for forgiveness. Are we better than those who make mistakes or offend us? Of course not. We always have to keep in mind these two things. We are not better than them, number one. And number two, we ourselves need forgiveness. Forgiveness creates an environment of love. When people choose revenge, their hatred for each other only gets worse. Revenge breeds revenge. Someone has to break the ice, because this is a vicious cycle. If we choose revenge, they will choose revenge, and never stops. So someone has to give up their pride and realize the consequences of hatred and lack of forgiveness. Someone has to give in to love. You scratch someone's car in the parking lot. Instead of driving away, you decide to own your mistake. So you put a little note there in their window and you take off. A few days later, the victim calls you. So you're ready to give them your account number or something, arrange for paying for that little damage thing. But then, at the other end of the line, someone says, you know what, not a lot of people do that. And you're very honest, and I really appreciate that. So you know what, don't worry about it. You don't have to pay for it. But I just wanted to call and let you know that I appreciate that. Now see how forgiveness can make a better world. The more we rejoice in our forgiveness, the quicker we understand that we need to forgive others. And Jesus said in today's Gospel reading, If you do not forgive men their sins, your Heavenly Father will not forgive your sins. It's as simple as that. And it sounds simple, but it's hard to do. It's inconvenient to do. And notice the use of the present tense. The need for forgiveness is an ongoing process. It has to happen at every moment. Not a one-time deal. It should become part of our Christian lifestyle. A constant attitude of gratitude. Now, of course, this does not mean that we can earn God's forgiveness through our own forgiving. Just like you insert a coin and you get that bubble gum out. It doesn't work automatically. This means that we can disqualify ourselves from receiving forgiveness if we do not have an attitude of humility and are willing to forgive others. Remember, God is the judge. Not us, not them. It's God. So we all need forgiveness. Those who offend us as well as ourselves. A lack of forgiveness towards others indicates it's a proof of our lack of repentance and of our pride. So therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, 
Let us go home with remembering these words from Reverend King Jr. I really like them. Forgiveness is not an occasional act. It is a constant attitude. Because our salvation is not an occasional act. It is a constant battle which requires constant effort and love towards one another and to God. Amen.